Hey, what's up, Liron here. Thank you for joining me in another episode of my daily podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about, uh, first off, the frustration-free watercolor course and how it's going, because I launched it, you know, about two weeks ago or so. Well, officially, I launched it before the U.S., um, so that's the first thing. Now, the second thing we're going to talk about is uh, the art fair that I quit and replacing that source of income. So first off, frustration-free watercolor course. Uh, I'm currently running some Facebook ads uh, to to move traffic into my website and to sell to people the course. And this is what you call cold traffic because it's people that don't necessarily know who I am, unlike a YouTube video in which I give a tutorial and then I go, if you like this kind of thing, check out my frustration-free watercolor course. Um, so the, these people from YouTube, they know me, they will very likely uh, buy the course if it's relevant for them. The people that come from a Facebook ad or from pay, a paid ad promotion in general, whether it's Facebook or uh, Google or Instagram ads, Snapchat ads, doesn't matter. These people don't know you, so it's always trickier to convert that into sales. Uh, but I will say that one of my ad sets, which is just a group of ads, is doing really well. And it is uh, pretty profitable so far. So I'm letting it run. I'm increasing the budget every day that I allow myself to invest in it uh, until the results don't match what I want. Uh, basically, I'm looking to cover the marketing costs and not necessarily do much more than that. So if the course costs $29 and I make about $27, 27.4 without the fees, that's a, that's the kind of maximum price I'm willing to pay for to bring a sale, okay? But let's get less technical and less sales-ish and market-ish. Um, some of the ads work really well, so that avenue works great. Uh, on the other hand, there is all of the um, organic sales. Organic sales are sales that don't come from a paid marketing channel like Facebook ads, but rather from uh, YouTube and from Instagram, from the free content. And that's the thing I'm really happy about uh, because uh, I launched, I don't even remember, I don't even know if I have a number off the top of my head, but uh, the moment I launched it... Um, I made quite a lot of uh, sales because it's very relevant for the YouTube video. So I do a YouTube video on, on a specific topic of painting loosely or whatever. And then at the end, I say, if you want to learn more about that kind of thing of loosening up, check up check out my frustration-free watercolor course. And it's super relevant. It's a course that me that's meant to solve a problem for people, the problem of not being able to enjoy the process, paint loosely, etc., etc. Um, so that's something I'm really excited about because it's doing well now. One thing when I was back in the art fair, one thing that frustrated me was that I can't spend time on the more leveraged stuff. Meaning, on the art fair, you make a one-time transaction, one-time sell. And I wanted to focus more of my time on building the system, which is the automatic structure that brings in the revenue. So to create a, a digital course and then to uh, build the social media channels builds that kind of a very leveraged thing because all I have to do is work on posting a video and the traffic from the video will bring in sales. Okay, so... That's something that is um, that was more important for me than just a one-time transaction. So what's, what bugged me was that 
I knew I was I kept telling myself had I not been here in the art fair I know the course would have sold uh, would have already been done would have already been ready to launch and that's the thing that frustrated me and I was like okay so when I made the decision to leave the art fair I was like I know I want to work on more leveraged things um, and I know that I can the the income and everything will match it as soon as I can work on more leveraged things. Now, the, the reason I give you this introduction is that this month and the previous month, I almost matched the the income that I would have made from the art fair from the new course. So it did turn out to be kind of like what I wanted this month, even better uh, than the previous one, it seems. So I'll have to keep, moni- keep monitoring that, but I'm so happy about that. Now, when I left the art fair, this wasn't my only strategy because I still want to sell my paintings. Um, I don't want to close off that channel, obviously. So I do plan on creating an online gallery. Uh, And that's a project I'm just now starting to figure out how I want to do because I have so many websites that, you know, to sell the courses and I have the main website on which I put my uh, podcast episodes, the weekly podcast. So it's just a big mess. I currently don't have a website that's like a, uh, what you would you call it, um, like a image or, you know, a PR website. It's my picture and all of that. And I don't have a gallery. So I'm th- trying to figure out how I want to build these things. Um, And I don't mind them being separate websites. I'm fine with that. So what I think I'll do for now is probably go through Shopify, get the URL from there, do everything from there, and open up the the gallery website from there. I think that'll be the smartest move because it's a platform that's built for that. Uh, I think it's supposed to have a lot of features that allow you to easily create a stock of paintings and sell it via the website and I think it's much easier than using the system I currently use for my courses uh, it's a kind of a content management system but it's I think way too complex for that I don't need that I need something that's more complex in the gallery direction and I know Shopify works for that kind of thing so uh, where I'm at right now is I have a bunch of paintings here that I want to sell uh, and I just need to build the gallery properly the thing is and this is funny you know if you want to sell your artwork via Instagram, I notice that people don't automatically even know to ask whether something's for sale or not. Once in a while, someone will reach out via message and say, hey, I like this painting. Uh, how much would you charge for it? Um, but mostly people don't even think of the possibility to buy. And that's the thing. Once it's in a gallery form, people who want to buy know to browse it properly they know the dimensions of the paintings they perhaps know the costs if it's written in the website they know everything about it which makes it so much better Um, whereas on instagram they don't even assume that it's for sale many times so i want a channel that people know the paintings are for sale and then the question becomes how do i market it because for example on instagram you only have one link really um and that's the link to uh, currently to my beginner's drawing course, actually. So, um, and, and I plan on maybe changing it soon to my frustration-free watercolor course. So would I use that link to to link to my gallery? Probably not. I don't think so. Um, so I need to figure it out, maybe just to create a bunch of links on the different social media outlets. Then there's another question, and this is something I really know nothing about. Should I use ads to get 
to sell paintings? I don't know. It's kind of a more high-ticket item and you need to get to the people who are art collectors. So that brings the question of how to get to them. Uh, so I'm really thinking about it. The art fair was interesting because you got all sorts of people, some art collectors, but mostly tourists who want uh, something to remember uh, Israel by. So this is my current debate in my head. This is what I'll have to figure out. Um, but but what I am happy to say is that devoting that time to working on the system rather than being at the art fair for eight, seven to eight hours twice a week has proven to be a good decision uh, because it allows me to work more on the system-related stuff to post more products. For example, today I published... I started the publishing process of a new book. Um, it's already up on Amazon. I believe it will be available soon, so I'll have to keep you updated on that. But it's the How to Sketch People book. It's been in the making for such a long time, and I'm finally happy to um, to say it's almost done. So uh, that's really exciting. So it's just more time to work on what matters most. Uh, and to me, it's not even the money. It's more about the freedom. Because if I know that I built a robust system that... It allows to me to bring in sales on a on a more automatic manner. Obviously, it's all based on the content I produce and the ads that I need to monitor and all of that. But if it's relatively efficient in that kind of thing, then that makes me really happy and uh, and it gives me more freedom, which is what I want to create with freedom uh, and to not worry about that kind of thing. You know, money never really drove me. It's more it in maybe a couple of years ago, more in the sense of I want to see if I can make it just to prove to myself. But now it's not really that. It's more of like getting to as many people as I can. So um really happy about how things are developing. I'll have to figure out the channel for the paintings. And I do ask myself the question of how do you get a painting to sell for a very high price? Um It is a matter of skill, obviously, but it's also more even than that a matter of brand and this is what I'm trying to figure out so we'll see about that (laughs) in any case this is a good point to wrap up this uh, podcast episode thank you so much I'm a bit slow today was a weird day we had like alarms and rockets and and crap uh, here Um, so who knows I hope things relax a bit Uh, we're safe but still Uh, but in any case yeah Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you again in another one real soon. I'm trying to get to three episodes a week and hopefully I'll be able to do that. So we'll catch up real soon.